0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Come to you from underneath the peach blossom. It's time for an episode of be awesome, find positivity throughout your
1: life and work. Just like our mascot, Rooster, see
2: the jerk. Be Awesome listeners. This is episode 28 of the Be Awesome podcast. Super excited. Still here in Raleigh, North Carolina at the Raleigh Convention Center. I got a unique opportunity to have a hostile takeover of my podcast by my day job at Dude Solutions CEO, Ed Rosich. Uh, He uh, got a chance to interview myself, uh, Lee Prevo, founder of Dude Solutions, my longtime 20 plus year friend of uh, uh, and boss, Scott Carpenter, Andy Townsend, who's worked with me for the last 15 years and pat buchanan who we've worked together for the last 15 years but known each other for almost 25 and uh we just talked about the great journey that we've gone on which i think is fairly unique uh, all of us have been part of a, a startup organization that was uh, unknown uh, a known uh, funny name company in the dot com with a dot com at the end that was at the dot bust and uh the odds were stacked against us, and we are here now all these years later with, uh, at a convention with 1,100 of our clients, 660 employees, and uh, really grown to a, a top revenue company in the country. So hope you guys like this. It's a unique one. I really appreciate it for stepping up and stepping in for me, and uh, let me know what you think. Have a great day.
1: Welcome. Be awesome and operate intelligently, listeners. We have taken over both podcasts here. I'm Ed Rosic, your host, uh, CEO of Dude Solutions. We're here live at the uh, somewhat palatial CEO suite at the Raleigh Convention Center with uh, 1,200 of our closest friends, uh, Dude University attendees. I have gathered a motley, motley, um, mixed bag of. Uh, Goofballs that have been here uh, with the dude uh, for a collective 86 years. We're going to have some fun maybe going back through the the memory banks and talking maybe a little bit about the future as well. I've got five of them here. I'm going to have them just so uh, you can connect voices with names, introduce themselves. We're going to start with the uh, notorious, famous, dressed in a button-up shirt for the first time maybe in his life. Mm-hmm. Silky Smooth,
2: Twisted Steel, and Sex Appeal, Josh Peach. Thank Welcome, Josh. <laughs> All right, uh, Pat Buchanan.
1: Pat <laughs> Buchanan, not to be con, uh, uh, confused with the conservative uh, Republican <laughs> presidential dude. Lee Prevot, Founder, uh, co-founder of the dude. We're excited to have him. Uh, Scott Carpenter. Uh, keeps peach in line. <laughs> Andy Townsend. And Andy Townsend. Welcome gentlemen. So 20 years uh, dude birthday today. Um, what do you guys think it is you as you see where we've gone uh, from where we came from the, the over a thousand attendees any any thoughts anything going through your guys's mind maybe Lee would be uh, the best place to start
3: you know my favorite part of the year is tonight when we uh you know we welcome our clients into the general session and everybody you know there's all that fun and we we have them waiting at the door and we're all standing there and we we do our our clapping and you know just a great time to honor uh the people we serve it's really cool ed you know we we uh our first one, we didn't have nearly this many. <laughs> so uh, great, great event. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we didn't have this
2: many clients. No, no. we
1: didn't. It's no. amazing.
2: Yeah, that is that is the most amazing thing. And it's been, the the sea of claps has only gotten longer and larger, but that is one of the most energy-driven experiences for the now upwards of 10 minutes of seeing all of our attendees come in and say thank you, all of us lined up and just clapping and Waiting for them to take their seats and have a have a good send off for tomorrow.
1: So oh, that's my favorite part. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So one of the things I have heard uh, at least a dozen times a day over the last couple of days is, "Wow, dude, people are are so passionate. They're they're great at servicing us. I feel like they're treating us uh, like family." That had to start early in the culture, and I know a couple of you guys have been around here for 20 years. My my general belief is that culture seed was planted on. Day one or day two of the company, you know, maybe Scott or, or, or Lee or somebody. You talk, talk about how you guys kept that culture going to the point where we've got people approaching me today saying, Joe. Yeah, you guys yeah. love you. Yeah.
0: I would say, and I know Lee would agree, it probably happened a couple months later because we had to get some clients first <laughs> <before> we hired <laughs> the head of CSC. And once we had, got clients, um, we hired Joan. And Joan was, you know, um, she taught us that it was not a customer but a client because yeah. a customer is somebody that does a transaction, a client is somebody that you stay with for life mm-hmm. and it's something that carried over with uh, our whole CSC, but not just CSC. our sales, every department in the company, it was whether you, you know, whoever you are, you pick up the phone when it rings and you help clients when you're at DUDU, you take care of everybody. Um, it's just something that started from the very beginning and has transcended all these years so it's, it's been great.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's also, it's been a big help. The things that we do here really do help our clients. And so that makes it even more, more of a pleasure to help our clients and teach these classes and do all the things that we do here at Duke University.
1: That, that's cool. I mean, it, it just shows, I, like I said, I've, I've gotten approached at least a dozen times a day over the last couple of days. All right. Really key question. I, I'll tell you what they get. I'd add to it that I think it's transcendent because as, as the leadership has
0: grown and changed, even with you, I think that the same um, key elements of uh, taking care of our clients, taking care of our, our employees, um, I think to be at a company that cares about its employees first. And then they care about their, their, um, their clients just as much. I think that is what keeps us going on and on and on. Yeah. Um, if you don't care about your employees and you don't care about your clients, then you're not going to keep that culture going. So I think you know kudos to you and the, the executive team for carrying that, that on.
1: Well, uh, good, good role models and examples to follow for sure. So uh, I got to ask, yeah, we've got the dude mascot. When did that get introduced into into the? Uh, oh boy, I just <laughs> stepped in a dog pile here. Uh, when did that get introduced? And then I got to ask, who amongst us has worn the dude suit, or maybe who hasn't worn the dude suit? Well, it was in my contract not to wear the dude suit. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: actually wore the dude suit in Hawaii. Yeah, you did. Oof. That was a tough, that was a tough. When
1: seat. did, when did, uh, on the timeline, when did that get introduced and what, what was the,
3: the thing there? The dude came at the very beginning and okay. uh, I, I give Carsey Denning uh, all the credit. Carsey went to, uh, I believe the name of it was Peppers, Peppers in, in Canada, which is the same company that designs all the Disney, you know, uh, uh, character outfits and we um, I believe the first time it was worn was uh, in a grocery store in, in Harnett County. Uh, oh Carsey <laughs> Car- C- Car- C- wore it into the grocery store. Of course he did. And then one of the second times... Just for fun? Just yeah. for fun. I,
4: I, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs>
3: yeah. Just for fun and we have a picture of it and then I think one of the second times uh, Scott and I and a couple of others went out to um, the Muscone Center in California, oh in my San gosh. Francisco, we had one of our large uh, annual user—I'm con- sorry, large uh, uh, super tenants conference where we we sort of debuted the, the, the dude and. Uh, Car- uh, Carcy's son, Garen, uh, we, we all went out to dinner uh, the night before, and it was a garlic-themed dinner. Oh, no. Um, and, and so Garen wore the dude outfit, and he went up to this superintendent, and the superintendent's wife said, wow, dude, you've been into the garlic.
0: <laughs> I would so, tell you the funniest story about the dude, and it involves Lee, because uh, I told these guys I wasn't going to wear the suit because they made me be Act Man in a previous company. So I said, I'm not going to do this and so Lee actually got in we went to a a, uh, Alabama and Lee goes let's go on the beach because it was at Orange Beach he goes let's go on the beach and get a picture of the dude we're going to write dude in the sand and take a picture of it we're walking by the pool and these little like eight ten year old kids start running up to Lee and going who are you who are you are you Mario and they started kicking and hitting and everything so Lee
4: started pushing these little
0: kids in the pool company because they're going to get on leave for pushing these kids to <laughs> That's yeah, too funny.
3: Funny. I well, think Herb Crawford had the worst duty um, Herb Crawford had to wear the duty out in, in, in the desert um, and I think it was something like 115 ambient yeah. you know, and it was like in July in yeah. the
2: desert So and the head fin never worked yeah. it did not uh, uh, that, that smelled so bad in there uh, it's like the head fan didn't work, and half the people never used the ice jacket, and so you'd get into it, and it'd just be... Yes. Yeah. It's, well, it's
1: after, after living in downtown San Francisco and, and just in visualizing the dude mascot walking around, people probably wouldn't even notice. Like, it's so weird <laughs> out there. But, uh, too funny. Well, tonight, you know, the dude will be walking around, the, the clients tonight, and it's it just fascinates me, you know, the hugs, the high fives, the... The, um, the handshakes, the pictures, you know, uh, clearly the dude mascot is something that people attach to, and, uh, you know, it's so cool. So, um, you, you guys have all been through, you know, a lot of wars together. Like, w- w- in the early days, was there ever any doubt? Like, you know, any doubt, and, and talk about that. Oh, man, another one. Yeah. Any doubt well, that we'd early, be sitting here 20, days, 20 years later?
5: Early days, we had to help technology departments at schools actually trust software as a service mm. because it was new and they wanted to own it. Well, heck, that wasn't even a term people right. even knew it. about. They, right. you, know, you mean we don't have it on our servers and we're not controlling
3: it? We didn't have the fancy names like cloud. Yeah. exactly. You know, we were explaining
5: to them what mm. cloud was so. mm-hmm.
0: I, another before story. there was a name. Yeah, and another story in Alabama, Lee and I went down there. This was like our second trade show. And we, you know, we given out trinkets and trash, and it was one of those, uh, it was like a little felt thing that you clean your mo- monitor or your computer the monitor with. Right. And, uh, so we had those giving them out, and this this guy walks up, this maintenance guy walks up to Lee, and he, and he goes, Hey, what's that? And Lee goes, Oh, it's to clean your monitor and keep it clean. The guy goes, Well, I don't have a monitor, but you think I could use it on my TV? <laughs> and Lee goes, Oh, we might be too early in this gift.
2: P- P- yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> That's that, you started a dot com and a dot bust with a name like School Dude. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way you got any doubt in that. That's going to work.
1: That is so true. You know, we, you brought up uh, Jones' name, Scott, earlier, and you think, and there's been a, a, a stack of dudes that have made major impacts on this company. It, it, you throw a couple other names out there that you think, like, right person, right time. Yeah, whether it was an individual contributor or leader that really moved the needle for the company through the years, you think? Uh, there's a few of them in this room. I mean, yeah, you know, for sure. Pat
0: Buchanan and Josh Peach and Andy Townsend, Lee Prebo. I mean, they're all, um, you know, I've watched this company grow and I've watched them grow, you know, uh, to see Josh... Um, giving these presentations now is, is, uh, you know, to watch him from the first day he told a story that you know, uh, he told me he goes, hey, I gotta give these presentations in front of an executive, just don't put me in front of Kent. I said, well, I, I got your back, don't worry about it. Well, I told Kent Kent said, he's coming to me. So, uh, <laughs> he wanted Josh to, you know, to do his best. And, and um, to see where he's come from there to here is just amazing. Pat, you know, people don't know this about Pat, but Pat did reports for the company. Um, he, he actually did our first SDR movement called Teladude. He started our apps team and helped us grow it. You know, Andy has owned Texas and made it just, you know, it's, it's one of our biggest revenue states. Um, it helped us cal- cattle, you know, gave us a big catalyst in the rest of the nation. And Lee, of course, you know, he's a founder and just. Well, I think company. about Lynn Boswell.
3: You know, oh, Lynn, yeah. Lynn, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know Lynn brought us, uh, first of all, Scott uh, came up with a name and a dream. Uh, our first product was Maintenance Direct. Yeah. And he yeah. comes into work and he says, I had a dream. We've got to name it MD, Maintenance Direct. And Lynn delivered the, uh, the dream you know she she delivered the uh, first and it was kind of a big deal if you think about it this was in 2001 she delivered a pure multi-tenant saas you know, cloud application, and we didn't even know what those words
2: meant. Yep. You know, <laughs> still know.
3: <laughs> But uh, she, you know, she did it. She did it, and uh, you know, built that out. Uh, I, I think about all of the uh, early sales leadership um, that was sitting in uh, Bob Bagardis's living yeah. room. In oh, yeah. uh, yeah. there on the ca- on the Cape, and so you know, all, all those folks. You know, I, I, I would hate to go through names because I'm afraid I'd miss some. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, this team, you know, again, uh, anywhere from 15, 14 years, 20 years, that's a long time in this day and age to stick with a company. Like, when you think about how, what motivates you today, it's, uh, you know, when you, to get up out of bed and, you know, come to the same place, basically, working on the same stuff. Like, how do you get yourself revved up for that? It's a sense of purpose. Sense of purpose? Tell me about that. Like Pat said, you know, we're...
5: We're selling to our friends and family, yeah. mm-hmm. that's really how it is, okay. and you're doing something that they, you're providing something that they need, so it's easy to, to get up in the morning when you're mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah,
4: there's so many examples where clients come up and say, hey, this product you, you give me is given me my career, I've been able to wow. move from where I'm at today. All the way to now, I'm a director of operations. You know, I still, so many folks. I started with a custodial. I was a I was a custodial lead, and now I'm a
2: director of maintenance for our facility. So so many of those stories that we hear. Here. Oh yeah, I can remember when I first started, and I really didn't know anything other than because we we all came from the previous company, which which was a client-server desktop version, you know, software program, and uh, the first. Uh, experience I had was with Paul Dyer at Wentworth Institute of Technology in 2004, and he said, hey, you just gave me back a lot of time with with my family, and I was like, what are you talking about? He said, well, now I can go home a little bit earlier and beat the traffic, and I can log into my account from my house. And I can be home when my kids get off the bus. And then I can go to work a little bit earlier. and get my work done. But I have this freedom. And I have this, but I still have that accessibility. The work from anywhere. I mean, we had the work from anywhere back when we started. And nobody else did. So it, it, you know, that's that purpose. And uh, it, it doesn't take work when you, when you find something that you love and the people that you love that you work with and the people that you serve. And that's that's what this is. I mean it's very unique. Too too often I was out last night around town, talked to a few people and people hate their jobs. And if you hate your jobs, it's gonna go into your personal life. It's going to other things. And you just need to find what it is that you love. And we I think we've all been very lucky that we found a a synergy that we love each other real real quick and real easy. And we look out for one another and that just makes all of this worth it and easy. And, and you, you don't, you wake up with purpose. It's, it's no work at all. It's just, let's go. That's
1: awesome. Any other great client stories where you maybe, you, you, you change somebody's life or trajectory or, or anything like that that you can think of at the table? The one that um, sticks out to me most, and it was early in my, the new career,
0: I had a custodian walk up to me and say, thank you. And I said, Why are you telling me thank you? He goes, well, he said, because now when I go home and I talk to my kids, I can talk to them about working on a computer because I order order custodial supplies and I do things on the computer. I don't go home and talk to them about cleaning the toilet. Mm. And he said, so, you know, my kids are on computers. Now I'm on a computer. I'm starting to learn this. It kind of they made me do this, but I'm glad I did because now I have something in common with my kids, and I'm proud to be able to talk about that versus you know cleaning the toilet. So it made a yeah, huge yeah. impact on me that that this guy is looking at our software as something that changed his life to where he with his kids, with his whole um, morale, with his whole esteem you know, issues. I mean, it was just you know it changed the way I felt about this.
2: It gives him greater confidence. They feel better. It's like uh, you know uh, Dick Wendell in, in uh, Exeter Public Schools in New Hampshire I remember going in his office which was in the basement of a building and you'd walk in and it was just a mess cluttered with brooms and light bulbs and everything else and went back in there you know fast forward six years later with, with, with the dude and uh, in 2004 and where all that stuff was were not workstations so it looked like a computer lab and so when people walked in there you know they didn't think they, they were walking into a custodial closet. They, they thought they were walking into an, an operations office that was getting things done. And that perception, just the perception alone of the visual gave them much more clout in the district and much more notoriety as far as they know what they're doing. They're organized and professional. And, and we, the, these are what we... On heroes, we just want them to get recognized for the yeah. great work that they do, yeah. and that's often overlooked mm-hmm.
5: to, to a large degree. We've also helped a lot of our clients in their career path because as they go to other schools, their experience with school dude, excuse me, <clears throat> their experience with school dude at the time, now dude solutions, it was that they had experience using that system, and our system was in so many places that now. <clears throat> Our clients are using that to connect with their next career move and also we've been a part of, you know, everyone in the room can tell you I connected so and so with their next job. Yeah. Uh That they came to me and said, hey, do you know of any openings? And it's like, we know pretty much all of them. So we're able to connect and create a pretty powerful network within just by them being users and
2: understanding how to use our system. Well, we supposed to post the job listings on the uh, community on community. My, my community, that community wonderful $200 resource, yeah. $200 a year resource, first year free. Yeah. But yeah, we supposed to post that people could do job postings right on there, and thousands of people would be able to look and see and apply. Awesome. Yeah.
1: So it's so funny, you know, um, obviously the company's gone through a process in the announcement last week. But one of the things I kept bringing up that people just were like, what? But, you know, uh, our clients love what you guys have built so much. They're getting tattoos. They're writing songs. (laughs) Like that's like a Harley Davidson type brand moment where, you know, they're they're identifying with the dude. What, What do you think that's all about? What do you guys what did you guys do? That created, you think, that sort of fervor and hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna ink my body up with the dude logo. Like what
2: is that? I think it goes right back to, you know, Lee's initial comment. I mean, our, our clients, the majority of them, don't get recognized like mm-hmm. they're gonna get recognized tonight on Tuesday yep. night. They, they don't they don't get that true sense of appreciation that, that, that just shakes a building that says, Thank mm-hmm. you for giving us your four days and then going back and give us three hundred and sixty one more and we they, they know that we have that appreciation, that respect for them, that care, mm-hmm. and they probably don't get it in a lot of other places, they, and that's that, that commitment to it. Gary Musio, who does the songs, he's been doing songs for, mm-hmm. God, he's been doing yeah. it forever, and I mean, he, he takes a lot of time doing that okay. stuff, and, uh, and Matt Bennett with the tattoo, I mean, he goes back... You know, 2003, and, and he's been to a couple of different districts, and, and he fights for us. And he, he, you know, he shows the reason. And he actually, that's before the tattoo. the tattoo, he had he had t shirts made on his own dime. That. He went, and he, he went and had t shirts, these red, red t shirts with the dude logo on it, and said, If it's not in Dude, it doesn't exist. And then on the back, it said, It will change your life. And that's what his staff wow. wore every single day um, when they walked the halls because they, they weren't allowed to get their staff to stop to do something unless they put it in the dude and and that's you know that's that's when you go back to all of what we talk about, which is, you know, we're making a difference in people's lives. And when you do that and you show it, then that commitment to, to us that they have is tattoo worthy and, and song worthy.
1: Yeah. So. Well, it's so funny. You, uh, you and I were out on a road show a couple months ago and you introduced me to him. And, uh, for the listeners, we actually had a brand change, uh, very shortly after he got to do tattoo yes. with the old sort of mascot head and on it. and, and I was like, hey, uh, maybe we could make take up a Kickstarter collection for you. Or maybe I can expense some laser removal. He just looks at me and goes, i got two arms. So get the new one on the other one. Yeah. And I was just like, we yeah. So uh, very cool. It's a humbling, magical, mystical thing. And,
3: you know, I, I think that part of it is, um, you know, they they experience the software. They experience the, the client, you know, service. They, they experience our... Are uh, very knowledgeable, you know, go-to-market organization over the phone, but then they come here and they meet us and they get to know us and they and they see, wow, you know, these these guys, are, these these ladies and gentlemen, have our back, yeah. you know, and I think they they really see in the in in this event that. Uh, it's more than just about software. You know, it's about uh, professional development, earning respect, going back, getting credit for what you're doing. Josh, you mentioned the gap, you know, the whole perception gap. Yeah. So, uh, I, think, I think this event, Ed, is, is really where a lot of our um, clients, but also our employees, start to really get it mm-hmm. and yeah. understand the whole brand.
4: Yeah, I always tell anybody that just starts with a company, you never understand what we do until you come to Dude University. Never
1: yeah it's infectious uh, this is my second one and you know the first one i didn't know what quite to expect and i was uh, you know been to conference user conferences for years with other companies and I- i've never seen anything you know it's a hug fest high five fest you know uh, great networking, great education—just uh, almost. I hate to use the word cultish, but it, it really feels, you know, in a good way, like a tribe and in, in, in all that. Uh, back to uh, sort of the milestones and hallmarks of success. When you guys think back through, was there any one pivotal moment where it's like, "Holy sugar cookies! Wow, we just nailed it, and this is going to launch us." Any any sort of you know, view or maybe that tipping point sense, was there any, anything like that in, in the history here that you could uh, share? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, <it> was <laughs> I
0: would think the first one that I, that I remember was Lee and I went to ASBO and we've been answering everybody's question, which is the Association of School Business Officials. And we've been answering everybody's question about the school dude, the dude. What is the dude? And you're going to keep my data and, you know, all these questions that were coming up at the time because, you know, the cloud wasn't popular at that point. And, and we went to this conference and uh, we started talking to people and we said, hey, we're new, we'd like to get going. And we met a lady named Janet and Janet took us under her wing and she helped us. and and uh, the next year we went back to that show and we had five speaking engagements and we we came home with like, I don't know, 220 leads and we realized that it was like, um, you know, we were probably six months too early the first time but then when we went back, um, it was, I mean, everybody wanted it, everybody knew who the dude was, um, so I, I think that was, a uh, to me, it was a pivotal point knowing that this business was going to make it. That's awesome.
3: I think about some of the early state wins. You know, those were big, uh, big moments. The DOD, yeah. you know, was when the uh, Department of yeah. Defense uh, standardized on us. Um, I think about Scott Little up in Michigan, Asbo, where he had uh, almost like a, a, you know, head-to-head duel among, you know, three, three or four companies. Companies. And and our our clients, you know, overwhelmingly um, had our back. You know, they, our early clients stood up and said, "No, it's the dude. You want some of that dude.com stuff?" You know, that that also happened in Texas. But it was yeah. it was a lot of little things, Ed, that that yeah. were that. Uh,
2: Yeah, those moments. That early on time, you know, you have all these companies that start up now, and some of them sit and and tell, "Oh, you know, you got to fake it till you make it. You got to fake it till you make it." And we didn't do that. You guys, leadership, for for us that were you know selling it on the ground floor every day. You know, we were 10 foot tall and bulletproof. That's what they just told us, you know, re- recognize, acknowledge, people ask you questions, get the answers for them, take care of them, do all those things. We're, we're due, you know, 10 foot tall and bulletproof. You just tell yourself that every day. And, and you walk into a room with confidence and say, you might not know us now, but you're going to know us by the time we leave. And that was, you know, one, it was one thing, it was one, one account, one, one handshake, one hug at a time. And then all of a sudden, when you look back, you know, and this has been a lot of reminiscing, but you kind of look back at it and you go wow we we did this like this like we're looking down on the glass right now i mean how many conferences that you go to that you have with seats for 1000 and the tables are empty and it's the people are waiting outside it's, it's in a loading dock right and it's yeah. in a loading dock and it's and it was 6:40 in the morning and people were outside waiting to get in because the doors were locked people can't wait to be here and you know this is this was one account at a time you know one person at a time and it, that's you, you, we, had, we had like 20,000, what was it, in 2004, we had what, like 25,000 unique logins, and now we got like 3.5 million. It's crazy. Like, you, just, you just start looking at the numbers, and it's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's our clients, you know, they, they've accepted what we're
5: offering, they appreciate how we do it, and they're telling the guy next to them. Yep. And they're telling the, you know, their, their peer yep. at the next place. <clears throat> there's trust that you know, there's trust that we don't have anything to do with other than we've treated this one client right,
0: and they're telling all their friends. I would say also the fact that we were able to get all of these great employees that we got <clears throat> early on. Um, we were lucky that there was a company that wasn't as very smart, and they let a lot of people go. And these were talented, great people. And uh, the dude probably couldn't afford them at the time, but because they were so great, we couldn't afford not to let them come and be part of it. And once that happened, it just it just changed the whole dynamics and, and really made us take off. Oh, no, so have that's, a lot of great
1: people. That's awesome. So, we, we've talked a lot about success and positive things, and, and this is sort of can be one of those as well. But, like, if the team had like one thing that seemed like a good idea at the time, as Kent would say, um, that you'd love to take back, you know, sort of a mulligan or a yo yo, like, what were we, well intended, but what the hell were we thinking in retrospect? What was that?
2: <laughs> uh, launching our, uh, Trip Direct like three days after Hurricane Katrina, I think, was probably one. <laughs> (laughs) Um, we had that field trip product and it was, I mean, you can't control when you put something out, but it was like three days before, three days after Katrina came. Phenomenal solution, but it all revolves around school bus planning. And, you know, after the hurricane hit, the state of Georgia went to a four day, uh, school week because they were trying to conserve fuel and everything. So selling people on, you know, school bus management was a little bit of a challenge (laughs) and getting excited. Um, but that wasn't, it was just timing and mother nature.
1: Any, any other mulligans you, you think about now that seemed like a good idea at the time?
2: We did a launch. Um,
5: I won't say what the launch was, but I still have a box of cups, green cups. I don't know, a thousand in my garage that we were going to hand out. <laughs> That, that we rethought that so, <laughs> but they still
1: sit in my garage oh,
5: oh come on I you can't leave send, that dangling I tried to send them back to lead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you can't but, leave that dangling out there come on well, what you, gonna, you know?
2: gotta at least send us the cops yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was a launch we were trying to, to kind of rebrand ourselves in the higher ed market Okay. Oh, yes. so we had a trade show that we were doing popcorn and cups yeah. that to, to hand out. Right. And, and so
1: what was wrong with what that Well, we idea? did that
5: one trade show, and I had all these cups left over, and we kind of had decided that, that that wasn't the right move at the right time. <laughs> the so, the
4: higher ed name didn't get... Yeah. It didn't evolve. Okay, so come on, I, still, guys. I still have those cups <laughs> in my garage. <laughs> 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 garage. These are old days. All be, we may need Lee. I think Lee has to finish. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I want one of the cups. Yeah. Come on, Lee. You, you, you know, have a hundred cups. <laughs> we, uh... We we did um, have some some thoughts about rebranding the company. I think we're gonna call it College Dude, or right. you know, not not rebrand the company, but but create another brand, mm-hmm. right? Create a separate brand, <laughs> and you know, so we had this this notion of multiple you know vertical names. But we didn't quite think that all the way through. We didn't, it, it, you know, that that was, uh, you know, one of the ones that just didn't didn't happen the way we thought, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it seemed like the right thing at the, at the
1: time. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. So I'm gonna have to get that one offline because you guys are steering wide around the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, it's, we we got a few more minutes here. Um, uh, w- w- give me some of your best stories maybe throw, you know, Peach uh, being Peach, I'm sure he's got a swirl of great stories about him with him, anybody got a good Peach story? Wow <laughs> <laughs> not, not <what> I want <laughs> to tell here
4: yeah, I don't know if those are all podcast worthy Those are all
1: pod-
2: oh, we can keep a PG, right? Yeah, I think so I'll tell one, because I don't care <laughs> I think it's funny um uh, well, early on well up until recently we were we would room together like didn't matter who you were in the company you always you doubled up your startup and so we were at this the, the sprint um, we were initially uh, next help we had a partnership with them going back 2004 2005 we had like maybe 35 employees and I was I roomed with Kent Kent okay. flew out and so we were at the world Marriott in Orlando and uh, so there I am, the CEO's in one bed, there's a nightstand, and then there's me in the other bed, and the alarm goes off, and I wake up, and I just look over, and I just didn't want to get up out of bed initially, that was my thoughts. So I looked at Ken, I'm like, you're the CEO of the company, you get first shower, and his eyes lit up like it was like the greatest thing, and to start the day off, you know, the, that respect of his first shower, so he gets in, starts to take a shower, and I start to close my eyes, and then I see on the nightstand is his flip phone, dating myself, and how far back this goes. I'm like, huh. <laughs> I think I'll start calling all the employees from Kent's phone and firing them. So, <laughs> so I proceeded to go through the entire directory of employees and fired them. just call them and be like, yeah, this is Kent. We're, we're probably not going to need you anymore. Um, we're good. Oh my and so gosh. I hang up. And I'm hanging up on one of the last calls, which was to CART. And Kent comes out and goes, well, I think I'm going to need to get some HR a little bit earlier than I thought. And he didn't realize how many or who I called. So he called CART back uh, for something Else. And all of goes, you can't fire me. And <laughs> says, I can and I will if you keep talking to me like that. Because <laughs> he had no idea. So um Oh my god. Oh yeah, that yeah, was good. And then the other good one that, that's with these guys is I can't believe that. Scott and Lee. Scott and Lee were bunked up in, at the uh, at, at a hotel in, in uh, it was like it was it was literally a closet in Boston. And uh so I, they came out and saw me. We did some on-sites and I was driving them to this to this conference and uh, I was dropping them off, and they said, hey, why don't you stick around, you know, why don't you stay in town and, you know, hang out with us and go to this event, and I was like, yeah, I don't have a hotel room, and at the time, Carpenter was like, like, his last name should have been Hilton, like, he had massive status with the Hilton Hotels, so he's like, I'll get you your room at the Hilton, so he calls up, special hotline, gets me a room, and it was a crazy weekend, so I go to these guys' rooms, and they're literally on top of each other, like, their nightstand is about four inches wide, and, uh, I go to check into my room at the Hilton, and uh, under Scott Carpenter's name, and they had me in like the, the vice presidential suite, because the presidential suite with robes and all this stuff. And so I made the best of it, and he comes over the next day and he walks in, and the person behind the desk says, good morning, Mr. Carpenter, and I grab him like that, I'm like, no, he's talking to me. He's like, good morning, I'm good. And so, so I was Scott V. Carpenter for a couple of days, and it was uh, it was a good life. So. Uh, no, and I didn't offer to give the room to either of them because it was too nice. No,
1: that's too good. Any other cool
3: stories? I remember one. Um, you know, w- one of the things that this team just mastered was was uh, working within a trade, within a, a, an association. Mm-hmm. Right? This team just had a great playbook where we would go in and we would, you know, really become um, – a big part of the organization. We would contribute, we would speak, we would uh, become, you know, good friends with the organization and officers, and we just had this very well-defined playbook. And I was with Kim Wool down in Florida, and we were at the uh, Florida, we were just checking into the hotel, the Florida ASBO conference, and it was the first time we had ever been to Florida ASBO. So we knew no one, and so we we walk into the room and we start executing our playbook, you know, and we, we start uh, trying to find, you know, kind of the um, the, uh, the 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 person, you know, that, that a lot of people are hanging around. And we started trying to meet them, and we introduce ourselves, and and sure enough, that that person introduces us to four or five others, and finally, you know, we we get to know most of the people in the room, and about. Um, Maybe maybe 15, 20, 30 minutes in, we start thinking something is just a little bit odd. You know, something is just off. We, we're 45 minutes into this thing, and we're not even at Florida Asbo. We're at another. We're at an insurance conference, and it's like the oh my God. it's like the state insurance, uh, you know, um, organization. And Kim and I look at each other, and we just laughed. We just cracked up at ourselves because we had, we'd wasted this 45 minutes. Oh, and, that's
1: funny. And we were working our way into the insurance organization. Oh. It had nothing to do with us. That's too good. Well, we're gonna start wrapping down here. Um, I want to ask one serious question as we walk out uh, as we walk out from this podcast and you know my hope is all of you um, have a great future career continued future career with the dude but if you could think about a few things you want for the dude and and pick anything that could be about the people the product or success like what do you hope happens with us over the next 10 years
4: well I'd like to say a Hope we continue to have the great leadership that we have, the, the caring for our employees, and keep innovating the way we've done over the, the first 20 years.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the hardest thing, and I remember driving with Lee probably 12 or 10 or 12 years ago, and we were, we were starting to we were starting to ramp up on growth, and ramping on, up on growth back then was like adding 10 people, but um, when you double in size, even in that case you know, it's, it's hard to, um, it's really hard to see that so many people embrace the culture. And I remember saying to Lee, you know, thank you for building such a great culture with the company. And, and I remember him saying to me, well, we started it, you know, Kent, Lynn, Lynn Joan, um, Scott and I, you know, we started it, we built the foundation, but it's up to you to continue it. And, you know, my hope is that, you know as we grow we're 660 dudes and as we grow you know 10 years from now it'll probably be 5000 dudes and the hope is is that we can keep what lee told me which is make sure everybody understands that they're part of the culture and they're what develops the culture and keeps the culture and just hope that that, that people aspect is keep kept through the through all the growth that we do mm-hmm. And uh, total global domination.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm thinking the galaxy. If Elon Musk can build us a place yeah, on yeah, Mars, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be on Mars. <laughs> yeah. I want to be the first facility and asset management product on Mars. Other, other ten-year thoughts, guys. Any, any others out there?
0: You know, um, I, I started with uh, something with DSI. Do something incredible, and and I think that this team has done something incredible. Um, amazingly, you know, all the acronyms you can use for it and um, I just I hope that that continues um, as Josh said you know keep the culture as Pat said um, continue to take care of our clients and and, uh, and our employees and, and I know with your leadership Ed I know that'll happen so that that's what I look forward to though continuing to do something incredible and changing people's lives whether it's within the company or our clients
1: mm-hmm. nicely said
3: yeah, I'll just add, uh, or not add, but just echo impact. Like Scott's talking about, is that that's something I'll, I've always been most proud about is the uh, what we enable. You know, the, like we used to measure it. You know, we used to kind of count down our our path to making a billion dollar impact, and, and somehow we've we've way surpassed that. So it's keep on making that impact, and and I have no out, no doubt, Ed, that we're gonna. We're gonna. Uh, we're well on our way to that. Uh, you know that 300
1: million. You know we're we're uh, only. Uh, we've only scratched the surface. Yeah, I believe that absolutely. Well, thank you, uh, gents, for the contributions you've made uh, through the years, the sacrifices you and your families have made. I, I thank our clients for for placing the trust in us uh, through the years and the trust that they'll continue to place. And then I also thank the 660 dudes, or or maybe the the prior dudes before the 660, uh, for all the work that they they do on behalf of our clients. So, with that, uh, we'll wrap it up here and uh, join the rest of Dude You. Thanks. Good day. good day, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>